The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We got ourselves another chance for you to win the uh, one more, or no, two more today and tomorrow. Two more chances to qualify for the Man Cave upgrade from Prestige Billiards and Modelo Especial. Friday morning, we're going to go through the rigors, Brett, (laughs) of uh, making this game happen. And I can't wait to see how we come up with this. I got a couple of new ideas we're going to try to implement and then. We'll, we'll chat after the show and make sure we got our ducks in a row. But Friday we do it. Five qualifiers we choose from all the people who have been uh, furiously texting in at 8 a.m. every morning for the last couple of weeks. Draw five of you. Going to give you tickets to go see your first place Arizona Diamondbacks and my cruddy Chicago Cubs. In September, you go finally watch the, the stomping. The good old days are back as a Cubs fan. Jesus. <laughs> they stink. And then, uh, you know... Somebody's going to get themselves a brand new pool table, ping pong table, air hockey table, a game system, an arcade table, 516 games inside that arcade table. I have one of those. That thing's awesome. Just awesome. And also, when people come by the house and see that, if they're of a certain age, it freezes them. Yeah. Got Pac-Man on there, bro? Yep. I got seven versions of it. I got a Chinese one I don't even know about. It's like the strange, like you'll just, mine's got 516's right. Mine has like 2,000 games. Mmm squeaky on the edges there because some of them are the same games only in a different language and different colors so it's pac-man but it's like crazy man wild mania dot game and i'm like what the hell is this and it's just pac-man and the patterns aren't exactly the same trick man yeah yeah it's that they don't they don't look they don't have prick man i'd play i'd i'd still be home playing prick man prick man shows up it's just a digital picture of me i'm like ah you bastards but, you know, I'm playing Dig Dug, and it's like, fun underground hero. I'm like, oh, this is Dig Dug. So mine at 2000 has a few, a few of them that aren't even games. There's one that I have called, uh, what was that running game? Where you track and Field? Yeah, oh, there's like 80 versions of that. Yeah, yeah, and but that- this one, it's got Track and Field 1 and Track and Field 2. And it, uh, for whatever reason, my game, and I, I, I guarantee you that this one we're giving away has those. That is the most fun ever. Because you break out the pencil like you used to do yeah, with the arcade. Pencil or the comb. Yeah. Yeah. Comb, uh, comb. Yeah. I never had to deal with that, Brett. But he always <laughs> had one of his back pocket. <laughs> my comb always looked like some kid with chemotherapy walking around with a... Why well, is my comb always full of hair and your guys' is isn't? <laughs> You're going bald, Johnny. Oh, you guys are crazy. I'll have hair forever. No, but I, I never... I never. I had a goodie brush in my back pocket for a while. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That thing was also filled with hair. <laughs> Mine was, mine was always just. Everybody else's brush was so normal. Mine always looked like uh, you were, you know, combing a German Shepherd. It was just I was I was being de-shedded. I was getting my undercoat taken out every time I brushed my hair. 
Anyway, that's beside the point, Brett. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I suppose some folks <laughs> used combs. I would use a Dixon Ticonderoga number two. And that, I was better at that than any test I ever took. But yeah, that game will, and when you're an adult playing it, it's 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 like somebody just whacks you in the head, made you a, a, an, uh, an R word. It's suddenly you're a redskin. You're just it's a special game. You go. Oh, you are so dumb compared to when you were a kid doing it. It's so much fun though. Yeah, that arcade table adds uh, loads of fun, especially if you've got dull family. If you've got dull family, and and you have to host like an event, a anniversary, birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, Kwanzaa. I don't care what you celebrate. It's not what this is about. Uh. And you get dull family coming over. The game room entertains them. You got to do nothing. There's nothing worse than. So has the weather been in Missouri, Bob? It's been pretty cold because it's December. Uh, is that every year? <laughs> you know what we could do, Bob, is light you up a little bit here with some super pack, uh, diggable underground man. <laughs> but yeah, five hundred sixteen games. Check back in, on Bob, perfect. at two a.m. Oh, they don't go home. There's the yeah. problem with the game room: is that a lot of folks won't go home. My gay neighbors uh, had their pool party once, and we swung over to our house for the game room a couple years ago. And Troy got uh, Michael something, and they went to the bathroom, and Michael came back obliterated. I don't know, if, I don't know what drug he took, but he couldn't walk anymore. So we ordered a bunch of food. We have all the gays and their friends over, and then the two main gays that keep us linked to the gays that were in our house went home high, too high to play. So I got a house full of gays I don't know. Strange gays. I got a load of strange gays. There's nothing to strange gays indeed. <laughs> I was flipping out. I'm like, who are you again? I said, My name's Trent. I don't know you. You have big sticks. It's for pool. Put these down. I love Pac-Man. I like playing the game where you rattle the dildo. We use a pencil or a comb even. <laughs> no, Rookie. It, and one guy had asked to leave. At the end. He's, he was a good guy, but I mean, like, all right, all the gays have gone. You still are playing Time pool. Time for you to yeah, skip yeah. out of here, my friend. <laughs> he was straight. He was the only oh. one. <laughs> nice dude, but he stuck around. And I'm like, uh, all right, it's 930. You were the th- he was the thing that yeah. wouldn't leave. We've been like, at this uh, since 2 in the afternoon. He's like, I'll make a few long-distance phone calls. <laughs> no, 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 you got to go. But game rooms are dangerous. You become kind of the – now you know why those arcade owners were such dicks. Because those kids were never going anywhere. You had the firm rules on when we close. Five o'clock, time to go. But yeah, the game room. Game tougher though if they had quarters. All right, I'll keep it. Oh yeah, Yeah, you're after hours. You got a whole roll. Yeah, and the worst part was the kids that were really good that could run a quarter for hours. That has to make an arcade owner crazy. Squatting. They should have just paid for time rather than. You know, the one quarter gets you through. But you play one quarter all the way to, like, the eighth key of Pac-Man. You've been on that thing for an hour. You're just wasting that guy's money. Got to get multiple machines. It's an outstanding way to go when you got that. Because it, it, it changes family events at your house to no politics, no talking. Everybody's just having fun. So if you win this game room, even if you just keep the, you know, you can sell the pool table. If you don't have room for it, you can do it. Whatever. Keep that arcade table because that thing is... It's a game changer for boring family. Oh, what I wouldn't they give. They find the politics thing, have Trump man, you know, and all he does is <laughs> gather all the yeah. files. By the wah, way, wah, 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 it's, yeah, well, Trump's, t- tomorrow's his birthday, and he's going to be in court today. I think it's just a big elaborate surprise party. Wouldn't it be great if they were just, they died uh, him and they went in there, just kidding, surprise, I knew it, I knew it, I was innocent, this is amazing. 
They love me so much, they threw me a surprise party in the appellate court. Uh, yeah, so anyway, what do you got going on there? So win that thing. Uh, we'll give you another word this morning at about 8 o'clock, and you can uh, do that. I don't know if you guys saw the video. of Brady, you might have the story of the bear that washed up on the Gulf Coast of Florida. No. <laughs> he just swam up. People are playing. Whee! In Naples. <sighs> Comes swimming up. <sighs> Gets to the coast and just starts walking around. What's up? What was that about? It's cocaine bear. You don't have a bear swim up to the beach in Gulf Coast, Florida. It's not a thing. And didn't get out of a wildlife enclosure. I don't know. Multiple. Well, I didn't read it. I was just laughing too hard at the video. Uh, they recorded the footage and told them a lot of people started swimming. And they were thinking, man, there's a shark out there. Thought maybe it was a big dog. <laughs> nope. Uh, I said it swam right past this 12-year-old boy. And the kids started screaming, bear, bear. Because all the New Yorkers are down there right now. Uh, at this point, he realized that probably was a bear. He just kept swimming. He got to shore. He shook off. He ran into the brush and the sand dunes. People were shocked to see a bear in the Gulf of Mexico. He just showed up. If Mexico isn't involved in this, never, ever, ever will I believe the news again. That thing is just packed full of cocaine. He fell off a boat that was going somewhere that, you know, some erotic uh, drug dealer was getting... Or exotic, I mean. A drug dealer was getting a, you know, a new animal, and they pushed coke up its ass, and they're like, we're also <laughs> going to have a grizzly bear at your house, and it fell off the boat, and they didn't know what to do, and it swam all the way to Florida. It made it, and then just took off, which I just, bear in saltwater, I don't think that's normal, is it? I mean, maybe up in well, Alaska. Well, I mean, there stuff. are, you know, you get over into the uh, mangroves in that area. Sure, there's some of those and, little weird ones, those strange little yeah, bears. Yeah, there's some brown yeah. bears. Yeah, they're like 150 pounders, right? But he's a little out of his... He's not normal. Territory. That's not maybe. normally down in the blue sandy beaches of, of uh, Florida. That would scare the hell out of him. I don't like that at all. And then, the big story I've been reading about, those four kids that survived that plane crash down there in Columbia, which is 40 days in the jungle... The plane crashed. They're starting to leak some details. Last night I saw one where the dad of one of the kids, now they were 13, 9, 4, and 1. And they the plane crashed 40-something, 40 46 days ago now, and they found him like last Thursday. Living in the jungle, still alive, still okay. And uh, the dad was talking to the news and said the mom lived in the plane. She survived for like four days, and they stayed with her, and then she's like, go, just go survive. 13-year-old was the oldest one taking care of a baby and a 4-year-old and a 9-year-old. They made it. They made it. 40 days in the jungle. They had a bottle. That's it. And they were walking around like collecting water off the leaves and stuff to get the bottle so they could go. They weren't eating much. They weren't doing anything. And I start thinking to myself here in the States, I think maybe our kids are more capable than we're giving them credit. I think all this helicoptering or my baby can't be alone or I got to pick him up at the elementary school in that four million mom line, as I like to call it, uh, at three o'clock every day because your kids aren't allowed to walk home. I'm pretty sure your kids are more capable than you're giving them credit for. It's nuts what they could do if if they were left to their own. You know, I always talk to some. I mean, those kids had to have some. Uh, have camped before or something like that. Okay, but still. Yeah, in their bedroom on a PlayStation 4. You you take (laughs) 
You take I mean, some of these kids over sure. in the woods. You're well, that's about. another thing. Yeah. Parents aren't putting their kids in any sort of peril yeah, well, whatsoever. Kind of There's, uh, but you don't train your 13-year-old to raise a 1-year-old for 40 days in the jungle. No. Maybe a weekend. Maybe. In Colombia, but I mean, you know, there's no, I mean, there's no amount of excuses. We we got some soft little bitches over oh. here in the United States uh, that you know you could. Uh, Not I, only that, yeah, I mean, it's all the way kids and adults that have never even look. When I was 13, one of the one of the, anything like that. One of my core horrifying memories was John Stevens and I went to Fiesta Mall. 13 years old, I know for a fact that's how old I was. I think I just turned 13. Went to Fiesta Mall. John lived in a place called uh, the Park Place Houses uh, over off Longmore and Baseline area, yeah. not too far from Fiesta Mall. So his folks were picking us up. I was under the understanding my mom was coming to get me. So when John Stevens' mom showed up, and actually it was his dad that day, showed up, I said, no, my mom's coming to get me. Thank you. And he said, do you want us to wait? And I'm like, I'm fine. She'll be And I saw an Oldsmobile 98 Regency Broham rolling up white and I said, there she is. We're good. And Mr. Stevens drove away. And that was not my mom coming up. In the, it was just a replica car of the Oldsmobile Same 98. One. I'm like, oh, geez, wow. that's not my mom's car. So I just sat there. And an hour later, I'm on Longmore Road. Cars are honking at me because I'm standing in the middle of the road trying to go over to Fuddruckers to use the phone. And then I freak the F out, run back through traffic, bang, 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 crying my eyes out. Like, Where's my mom? <laughs> Don't know how to make any contact with anyone. I was supposed to be picked up at 3. At 5 o'clock, I'm under the stair. Remember that staircase at Dillard's? It's where I tried yeah. to share my first kiss. It's a, a, a staircase at spot. I, I laid there. <laughs> I'd been missing for an hour and 10 minutes. You were 13? I was 13. I was a mess. I almost got hit by a car. I didn't know where my mom was. I was worried she was dead. I knew I was going to get killed. Because I wasn't home when I was supposed to be. My dad was no, he, was in, he wasn't tolerant of the, the excuse. So it turned out my, my mom thought Mr. Stevens was going to take me home. And I thought she was coming to get me. So she's sitting there at work, minding her own. Keep in mind, my mom's work was less than a mile from Fiesta Mall. But I didn't, <laughs> didn't walk over there. Didn't, I, I sat for two hours under a stair. I, I have a feeling had that gone on another 45 minutes, I would have died. I would have been either run over in the parking because I was just panicking. I didn't go to the crosswalk. I just started running <laughs> out on the lawnmower. Where, where's my mom? 13. And I was a pretty self-sufficient 13-year-old. But when things went wrong, I had no capabilities, none. Like everything had to be in order. If, it, if I, I, I didn't have, I had a panic button or I had everything's okay. I didn't have a let's reason moment as a 13-year-old boy. Lost my mind because I blew it. In my head, I'm like, oh, I should have been in the car with the Stevenses. These kids went 40 days. That's Now, give me a one-year-old to take care of for those two hours. I, would have eaten I want to know more. I'd have eaten, like, the, I'd have eaten the one-year-old. The one-year-old would have because I would have been worried about sustenance. I had no money in my pocket, so I'd have started stealing inside the Dillard's or Sears or whatever. Did they have the ability of... You know, to create fire, or did they have a lighter? I'm just—I have no clue how they figured it out. Because you know, if it's 46 days and it's on nothing but water, that's they were straight 40. Number one, I mean, like one-year-old for the one-year-old. Yeah, the the 40 days that they were in the jungle had to have known is crash to find stuff to eat. They picked stuff up off the ground. I wouldn't know. That's what, what I'm do. saying. I'm wondering. If it... And 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 none of your kids out there are capable at age 13 if they don't have Chick Fil A or the app for their phone to get points for Chick Fil A. They're not foraging. 
Our kids are too soft. We need to dump them off in the woods. No more camp or, uh, you know, sewing class or whatever. You take Kirby into the woods and just, all right, see you Friday, and just survive it. And then they'd be a little more self-sufficient. Like, every one of them so soft, they won't even... I remember when I lived in Arcadia 15 years ago, and they passed a rule that if you saw a kid with a backpack to report him... Why? Because the parents weren't allowed to have backpacks on their kids for a while because it's bad for their spines. Oh, so every kid was walking around like they had a flight to catch in these roller bags. That's changed. They're back for on backpacks good. Oh, again. man. Yeah, yeah. And they're good. loading them up. Yeah. And it's fashion now. So it made it, But for a while there, it was like, oh, these poor little, some crazy Arcadia roller mom backpacks. lost her mind because her kid had scoliosis and she blamed the backpack. So then all the kids had to go with backpacks. And then you see a kid with a backpack and he looks like he's struggling. Definitely call Kiva Elementary. So I'm like, no, nobody's going to do that. And God forbid you got stuck in that line of every kid is abductable at 245. Because every not not one mom ever t- trusted another mom. They all sat in the same 60 car line to pick up one kid at a time. Screwed up the traffic for hours. These kids, meanwhile, out in the jungle of Columbia. The weekend, you know, bottom line, weekend for anyone right now as far as... Like, here, you're out in the woods for the weekend. Good luck. Take Kirby, a nine-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. Put them in the backyard and tell them they can't come inside for four days. No phones. No phones. No PlayStations. No, no nothing. All the water you want. No iPads. I bet you I'm going to put some money on this. I'm going to fandle the over-under on two dead ones. There's two dead ones by Sunday. If it's one American will be kids, on a spit over yeah. the fire. <laughs> Kirby's, <laughs> Kirby's learned from the best. She's going to work. Yeah, you can't work the gas grill. How about that? You can't fire off the little button in the gas grill. You have to figure out how to make your own. Just in the backyard. And I don't know. Do you have fruit trees? You might have a fruit tree. Yeah. Yeah. There's there you go. Lemon, lime. They could survive. But I guarantee you they'd be banging on the door in an hour. This is dumb, bruh. I don't like eating limes. No choice. You'd cave in a second, seeing Kirby's little face up against the glass. The one-year-old is dead, Daddy. Do we cook it or just go raw dog? Go raw dog on a Kermit Herbs. <laughs> kids here. Tartar. She's in trouble. Nobody wants their kids to be missing for 40 days. But I look at your kid right now and think, could it survive 14 hours on its own? I'm putting most most of your kids, I'm putting money on no. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. I got, you know, if they, if they had their phone. Oh, all they do is call you to say, come get me. There's 14 hours. Yeah, well, they, they would call you to bother you. I was in Las Vegas with my friend and his daughter wouldn't stop calling. Was like, where's the stupid salt? What? Ask grandma. She's at the house. She's in a room. I don't know where you. I don't know where the salt is right now. I'm not. I'm hundreds of miles. Cannot away. approach. This sucks. When are you guys coming home? Like we'll be back I on hung Monday. Up on a little <laughs> he did, and then he did. Uh, Good, but they call back, Brett. They don't stop. Block the number They're for helpless. the weekend. Your Screw kids that. are helpless. Spam. And you know what's funny? If you hang out with people with kids, that phone rings every time they're not with their mommy or daddy. They got a question about something stupid. So I don't hang out with people with kids. Order me some DoorDash. That was another thing we got. Come on, bro. You, I'm going to order DoorDash. I'm like, don't order DoorDash. We loaded the fridge full. No, I'm getting DoorDash. Do you have any money in your account? No. 
You order it and send it. I'm hungry. <laughs> Bruh. We have to order her DoorDash. Or she, you know, and the problem is, is the damn phone made it so the parents are like, just order it for her and she'll leave us alone. And they do. And they're like, we got your stupid Chick-fil-A. No. Shut up. Chick-fil-A guy's taking forever. Check where he is on your app. Stop calling us. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 40 days, I got to hand it to him. But I got to also say, you know, maybe a few of you guys out there. And I know there's some of you looking at your kids going, see, this is why I put you in the backyard for three days. Some of you are raising them right. Most of you are raising soft little pricks. I don't think any, I think it's pretty extraordinary any kid makes it 40 days in the jungle. But it made me think of our American softies, and boy, we're loaded with them. And it's going to be a great movie, too. A great, you got, but the problem's going to be you got to cast kids. You're going to have some pretty amazing kids. Good kid actors got to come up out of nowhere, and you can't, you're not casting any good American kid actors because they'd be too soft to try to understand the child they're playing. Maybe doll up some 20 year olds to make them look 13 and. Do it, but the dead mom after four days, so thirty six days without an adult, and the last thing that they and when they came back, all they wanted was bread and rice pudding, like just some rice and some bread will be good. Like they knew they, they had a menu order. And the cool part was, and I saw this, and I didn't ever, I didn't see the follow through on this. There were uh, um, search teams dropping food where they thought they might be from, like just dumping giant boxes of food. Onto the ground. Yeah. Like, hopefully they're fine in this hole. Yeah, because, you know, they're on foot. There's a one-year-old. And they're carrying that around, so they got they got baggage. So they're kind of saying, you know, the old Tommy Lee Jones, you know, three miles an hour, how far could they have Let's gotten? Let's do some random drops. So every day, it's like if they're just keep – but they'd have to do it in five and or six different directions. Any? I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't read if they got to the boxes yet. And again, you crack that open in the jungle, and suddenly a couple animals are out there going <laughs> – there's some free food in a box just got cracked open, and uh, there's a baby nearby. And, you know, let alone the the plants, like you see berries, like, nah, uh, no, that one's poisonous. Yeah. Knowing the difference. Well, who knows? Them. I don't know any of that. I know that uh, they probably ate a few bugs, and I'd also keep that one-year-old baby around as, uh, I don't know what's in the jungle, like tigers or something, tiger or bear bait. Second I said, that baby would have come in handy if I was that 13-year-old. Because that's the first thing I'm chucking at the animal that's trying to eat us. <laughs> then I'm looking at that 4-year-old and going, you better get speedy because you're the next meal. I ain't, I'm the oldest one. Were I'm going to survive. diapers? Had to diapers? One-year-old. Yeah, but you're not changing diapers. You're lost in the jungle. Hauling Things diapers. Commando See, the you went, time and just spraying. You went full American right there. You softened it up right there. <laughs> of course that's what they were doing. They were jungle people. Diapers. Jeremy said, from what I read, the kids were an indigenous <laughs> tribe. They knew basics about the fruits, which oh, ones were wow. good to that's eat, and about how to live in the jungle huge. already. Yeah. Because our kids would be completely effed. Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you lose them in a safe way. They're not going to figure out how to eat. What I'm saying is American There's kids. There's a bear. I'm going to yeah. go hug it. <laughs> Dumb and uh, soft. Don't they just start taking pictures of it? Look, it's eating the baby. Let's get a selfie. <laughs> this is going to go so viral. We're going viral with that baby getting eaten by a bear. I'm a jungle influencer. Yeah. yeah they were. I, did, I, I didn't realize that they had like jungle training. Yeah, I don't know where they were flying. I don't know. I was going to yeah. say. And that's my bigotry, though, because I figure if you're indigenous, you don't have air travel at all. You just run around with a 
swath covering that's whitey genitals. thinking yeah, that's, that's, that's and, my, and i'm with you <laughs> when i heard indigenous i'm like they're indigenous and they're on a plane but indigenous people travel you idiot <laughs> but i did i thought of a spear and then like an immediate yeah they had loincloth loincloth and brady's thinking you know do they no go to a jungle book pack up. <laughs> uh, that's what i'm thinking yeah. when i th- when i hear the word jungle and indigenous uh mogwai comes to mind is that his name i think <laughs> But yeah, I just uh, Brady worried about diapers and cleanliness. They're well, jungle people. Well, now that about... you changed it up to the uh, indigenous, then yeah, they're no, they're living off the land. They probably were like, <laughs> why still... did you pull us out after forty six days? No, they look. We horrible. were fine, bro. They look horrible, and that's your American bigotry to assume <laughs> yeah. they're jungle people. I'm sure they probably gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> You're There's so much food yeah, out. No thirteen year old group. Is going to do too well if they're thrown into a jungle That's from a plane. the only ones that would be able to survive. Now, here's the thing about the word indigenous. Look, uh, they'd say that in other countries if four Indians smashed into a mountain here and got lost in the woods. They're indigenous to the area. I've met Indian kids, too. They might know a few things about corn or smashing some stuff into a rock and making food, but... They're as soft as any other American kid out there. They're they're not doing too much special. I know natives. I know you're getting. I all... give them the advantage, though. Still, don't go a warrior on over, over an American white over indigenous Arcadians. All right, let's go bigotry full on. Rank them, American kids by race. Who's got the best chance of surviving in a plane crash in the woods for forty days? Whites are in last. There's. I'm just going to start there. No way. No way a family of white kids crashes and, like, let's just put them up They're, in Tonto uh, Forest. Ten days. Max. I don't even know if they go that far. Ten's a hell of a run. Again, like I said, Kirby's... With no iPhone? Kirby, no way. Kirby with four people in the back. A baby, a three-year-old, and a nine-year-old, and Kirby in your backyard, unable to come in, unable to use the grill. How long until the baby's dead? A day. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> and then they're parting out the baby for meals by Sunday night. And then when they you check out on Monday, some supplies of some no. sort. Well, you got th- you, you got a bottle. I guess you got lemon and limes, and you got water. Yeah, that you know what your you know what your kids and would you have, do. You do have the bottle. You know what your kids would do? They'd guzzle the pool. They just yeah. start sucking chlorinated water down, and that baby would be dead in a day. Well, if you, I mean, unfortunately, you know, out in the wild, you don't have the the stuff you're going to depend you're going to you're going to drink the water regardless sure but i mean they've got a pool so you don't even have to worry about water and they still would eat the baby by sunday night if they if they were lost friday at noon sunday night there's a baby fry because they're starving to death every american white kid and they wouldn't they wouldn't eat the baby they'd eat the baby the baby would be dead and they no. by sunday night if your kids had not eaten and they didn't have their chick-fil-a that baby's the closest thing to chick-fil-a they've got they're parting it out no way you're you're no way and you know what else would happen? You'd cave because of all the pounding on the door that they won't participate in this activity. Kirby would know to uh, eat lizards and scorpions. <laughs> would she? Yeah. Because <laughs> she's seen Dad just forage out in the yeah, backyard yeah. for snack time? All right. <laughs> seen the cat. You want to believe that Kirby's to see you got American Dad disease? <laughs> My little angel would figure it no, out. No, she couldn't handle it. No. Whites are in the last place. Maybe for the, sure. Maybe the reds are one. And uh, uh, Mexicans, Mexicans probably second. Pretty They're pretty good, yeah. I'm not putting the blacks too high on this one. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think. 
That helps, like getting lost in the woods for four days. Well, Whitey's definitely last. Oh, Whitey, Whitey's no, not. Yeah, there's there's like such a gap between the top three and where white kids would end up. Bro, I need my iPad. I, I'll be honest. I hate almost all white kids that I meet, and I don't know if that's because of the circles I run in. The only ones that might awful. be craftier are the are the Mormon kids. How so? They learn the uh, crafts, Boy Scouts, and they, they go through. True. You know, they do have to go through a lot of that. So, if, but at thirteen, are they? Capable of Boy Scouting? I guess so. Yeah. That's pretty good age for, yeah. for Mormon. So let's hope that one of them is a Boy Scout. And uh, and more than likely, if you lose four Mormons in the woods, you're going to find six because a couple of them are going to procreate. <laughs> <laughs> they don't mind the boundaries of sister-brother relations. And you can identify them immediately. Oh, yeah. Because the name tag. <laughs> and, the, and the glowing white shirts and their hair that's like a beaming from the – yeah. Mormons would probably be, of all the whites, the most capable. I, I meet I meet your kids. I'm not impressed. I read stories like this, and I'm like, this would never happen. They'd find four dead little white kids if a plane crashed and they lived through it. We'd never know. There's probably been story after story where a little twin-engine plane going up to our cabin in Pine Top smashes into the side of a mountain. And they might live for like a day or two. But we'd never know because all you find is the corpse of them trying to, my kind of cell service, I don't know what to do. I can't get Chick-fil-A to DoorDash me in the middle of the superstitions. Yeah, your, your kids are... Look at this story and just go up and hit your kid. You little wasted. <laughs> bitch, put your, put your PS5 controller down and your Chick-fil-A and shut up. Don't call me for three days. And take that away from... Might be a good little ad to a education, survival class. <laughs> Use this idea. as an example. Yeah. You incapable little pricks, class 101. <laughs> You see the kids in Columbia, you worthless blobs <laughs> of carbon mass? Did they have Chick-fil-A in the jungle? Stop talking about Chick-fil-A. Can I use my member number to yeah. charge it? <laughs> use my dad's card. I have access. Ugh. You and a little American dad, though, worrying about diapers and hygiene and stuff. They were pooping on the ground, walking around with mud butt. They weren't wiping. Just going. I talked to Janie about that all the time. Every, every time I'm around Janie, the African that I'm friends with, that was one of the lost boys of the students, six years old, walked from the Sudan all the way to Kenya, and then all the way back, because he got kicked out of Kenya too, all the way back across the Sudan to Ethiopia. Had to go to both directions. Uh, his friend's getting eaten by hyenas. They're drinking their own pee. Oh. And he always says, these American kids make me sick. Daddy, daddy, where's my food? That tune has yeah. changed. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he sees kids. He hates He's them. in the club he, now. His daughter drives him nuts because <laughs> she's spoiled rotten. You have no idea. You're not in the Sudan anymore, Daddy. You have no idea how easy your life is. Stop crying. We're going to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I don't know what's in Chick-fil-A that makes kids lose it. They love it. But they, that's all they want. But, yeah. Happy meals are an early drug, too, for the yeah, kids. Yeah, for that Chick-fil-A reason. thing. Man, I think those lines are long just to keep kids quiet. You try to drive by a Chick-fil-A at 4 or 5, and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, every one of the kids is having withdrawals, so the moms are out just to shut them up. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. 40 days. I can't wait for the movie, although it's going to be. It has to be about the rescue workers. It can't be about the kids. Same as that. I know more, yeah. yeah the lost That's soccer be, kids, yeah. they didn't focus too much on the kids in the cave. Because you had to have too many acting kids, and that ruins a movie. 
So you, you focused in on the people trying to rescue him, which the rescue was phenomenal on that one. They were 13 or something like You're that. Sleeping and drinking water when, and when you could get it. And dropping deuces. And, oh. and that's, you got to keep that out of the water. You're trying to drink. and oh. Well, the, the deuce dropping was about two days. Still, you had to do oh, it. Oh, you had to do it. you don't eat. Right. Then, you, there's then after a while, you're just shooting diarrhea out every once in a while because you're yeah. drinking that tainted water. And they said that they went into that one room to, to dump the soccer kids. So it was just this little cave of feces that they had to live with. for ugh. Curry. Just, yeah. I'd be yeah. with the American kids. Kill me after a couple of days. I'm done. Yeah. I, you no, know what? I, I almost kind of, I almost like, I don't know that I have that survival yeah. instinct. Plane crashes and I open my eyes. I'm like, oh, great. Where are we? The jungle. <laughs> Let me just see if I can close my eyes again and go away. I'm not. I'm not walking through that. And I don't know. And, and the mom said, "You got to get out of here. You got to start searching." And I don't know if I wouldn't just stick by the plane. I don't know how I'd handle it. But again, I was 13. I was pretty. I was more self-sufficient than any kid today. And I lost my cork when the mom didn't show up Fiesta Mall for an hour and 45 minutes and crying by a set of stairs, thinking I was. This is where I live now, so I might as well make a little hut and I'm digging holes. I'm sure, like to Tom take. Hanks and I moving, yeah. moving into the airport and stuff, <laughs> right, or what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did, and I walked back into the Dillard's, and I was too embarrassed to tell somebody, "Hey, I need to get a phone call to the house." I, I was just dumb. All I needed to do was go right back in that mall and say, "Hey, uh, I gotta get somebody to come pick me up." But because I blew it with Mister Stevens' car ride. I didn't want to call home and go, hey, I screwed up. I got to inconvenience you. You didn't do that to your parents when I was a kid. These, you're, I'm sure Kirby calls you every time she needs something. That was off limits for me. Figure it out. Click. Boop. I'm at work. Don't call me at work. <laughs> if I called my dad at work, if I wasn't on fire or bleeding to death, and even then, if I was bleeding to death because I did something stupid, it was on me to figure that out. You're on fire? Yeah, Dad, you got to come get me. I'm not come pick up a kid who's on fire. It's going to hurt me. Get in the pool. <laughs> oh, yeah, the pool. Oh, thanks, Dad. Don't ever call me at work again. You just didn't bother them the way that the phone rings off the hook now for kids. I'm standing down there with Jill. Her kid's 18. Calls her nine times a day. I'm hungry. <laughs> Calls her to say he's hungry. Little Russian kid. Mom. She's got the Joker as a baby, huh? She's got little jokers. <laughs> you're a very talented mother, but you're making a fool of yourself with this so-called employment. Uh, come home, feed the boy. Andrew, you're 18 years old now. Nice, very cute. That's hilarious. Uh, are you on your way now while you try to give me some sort of lecture to come home to make sandwiches? I'm very, very hungry. I have to work at five. A man has a job to do. The woman needs to come home and make meal for the man, so he's got... Food in his belly. Andrew, don't call me at work. <laughs> Every time you say work, I giggle because it's with a woman's voice. <laughs> and women do not do that very well. Yeah, I, I don't get it, but yeah. And Kirby probably doesn't have to call because you're always with her. Uh, she's pretty good at not calling too much, but when she calls, it's usually, uh, what do you have planned for tomorrow? <laughs> like, well, she's setting you up. What do you got? <laughs> Because that's what she's asking. She's basically saying, uh, oh, so-and-so, we want to go to right. Santan Village. Yeah. She's always got shop. a ride, you want, like You're around. Kurt, we're around now she's around. to that age where a couple of her friends can drive now. Oh, boy. Sweet. Yeah. Is that's awesome. Sarah going to pick you up? 
Ask or are you looking time. for Daddy Uber? Yeah, Daddy Uber's a real thing. Anyway, take your soft kids out so that it's summertime. Take them outside. I mean, they do child neglect stuff if you get left in a Safeway parking lot in the car for five minutes. That used to be my home. My mom went that was to the, standard. The last thing my mother wanted to do was have my anchor ass dragging around behind her while she tried to shop for food for us. Stay in the car. I'll be right back. Come on, Mom. 38 minutes Mom, can later. we get this? Can we get this? And she'd leave it running, which nowadays everybody lose their money. Oh, they're going to steal As your if, baby. if something happened, right. you'd know what to do. No, Even just, the car running. Just so the air conditioning I would know. stay on. Yeah. But I'm I saying, like, what, what if do. someone came over? But there's the American thought that, of course, that this is just going to get robbed. Nah. Never once did anybody even try to get in the car. There were probably six cars to choose from in the parking lot with other kids. I remember once I was sitting in the parking lot at Safeway and Alma School in Guadalupe, and I'm in the car, and I look over, and there's Brian Rendall, one of my friends, and he's in his mom's car. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> what's up, Brian? What's up? Cool. You're trapped in the car, too? Not allowed in. Me neither. And get, you know what we knew not to do? Get out. Start talking. We just rolled the window down and yelled at each other from three spaces over. Hey, no, Tony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Tony. <laughs> you, Tony. What's your name? <laughs> it was, but we never got out of the car. Now, if you see a car running and an eight, an eight or a 12 or 13-year-old sitting in it. <gasps> CPS. Oh, let me get the thing that breaks windows. <laughs> Our kids are too soft. You got, you raised a, a ton of pussies. They know who's going to whip our ass someday, and we'll be sad about it. And we'll, but what happened? Columbia. Columbia is going to be tougher than us because you raised these little soft peeps of children, these little marshmallow kids. Homebrew's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Homebrew's morning sickness. God, I'm so glad I don't have any of those. Oh, man. You imagine today, you, Dr. Lynn. Said, marshmallow kids and their friends coming over, and you got to look at all of them just going, oh, the future is dim. And those kids, 46 days through the jungles of Colombia to battle the additional predator, Think uh, thanks to Pablo Escobar, yeah, his hippos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the stuff he added. Now they're populated uh, 400 <laughs> yep. plus. You might have run into a hippo or two, thanks to your you know leader of your nation. Was Sipping it? some water on the... No, 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 a real hippo. Oh, okay. Oh, actually, a sizable, fightable hippo, not Lizzo. <laughs> you run into Lizzo in the jungle, you're, you're done. You're screwed. You're done. You're getting eaten. <laughs> she is just eating everything. Anyway, it's going to be a good movie, but it really made me think about how incapable we've made our own. And that's why your kids live at home until they're 25. You treat them like they can't do anything until they're 18. I've got three or four friends with kids who are 17 or 18 years old, and maybe one of those kids is self-sufficient right now. One? One. Oh, 18-year-old kids are like 12. Like they're nowhere near like what we knew as 18, which is capable of living on their own 18. Back when I was that age. That's how I feel, but it's yeah. true. I'll talk about it. I'm at the age now where I can look at your kids and go, whoa, you guys blew it. I always think about it every now and then. No matter, I mean, always growing up, like, what would happen if it came down to this, like, electricity goes out and all that? Help. Prepared am Never really. Oh, yeah. Prepared. Do I do anything about it? Uh, yeah, to be really. honest with you, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll blame the kids and stuff, but I'm as soft as they are right now. If I don't have cable for a couple of days, I'm, and if my TV went out, if the internet went out at my house for two or three days, again, I'd have to just go back to that game room. 
That's all I got. And that'd, after a day, I'd be like, let's check the internet again. Yeah, if it's that would be, I've I'd got to update be pretty my wrapped. emergency bucket. You know, like the water sterilizer. You 90, got one of those ninety day supply of food again. If I even have to, and this is me though, I'm not fighting for water. I've lived too, I've lived too charmed a life. Well, we've got a nice pool. Your pool's, you know, sure. you just got to sterilize it. I'm not going to do that. If I crash in the woods and I'm walking around, that's one thing. But if I'm at home and there's nine, there's something horrible's going on. If for 90 days I got to make my pool water drinkable. I don't want to be part of this society anymore. You're going for the barrel? Oh, I'm eating the barrel. I'm eating a load of barrel. Because what, what's the point? Like, that just that basically means the entire nation. Don't give yeah. up. <laughs> you still have friends. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> F you. <laughs> so long, everybody. F*** you. Yeah, I don't... if. if for the next 90 days, you're going to have to sterilize your pool and drink that water. Maybe even your own piss. What happened to the country? Why are we doing this? It's a it, Never mind. It ain't coming back. I'm not going to sit and fight back and work an extra 10 years to return. No, that's enough of that. That's end of ball game, everybody. Oh, we got 90 days. We got to drink our own piss. Okay. Where are you going? I'll be back in. We were wrong. It was just three days. Uh, I don't care. You had, Too late. You were worried about it being 90 days. Yeah. That's enough to tell me that this thing is as fragile as thin ice. Don't give up. You still have friends. There goes John. Oh, problem was solved. It was just a glitch in the matrix. Well, we've got meat for... <laughs> yeah, we can eat him for the next uh, three months or so. till America gets back on its feet. America's not getting back on its feet if we've got a 90-day work it out. That's why I don't understand those Mormons. They've got water for the next two years and buckets of beans and queso for 25 years. I'm like, what has happened to where you live that you think that's going to be a quarter of a century of need? Just in case. <laughs> for the next quarter of a century, I'm going to have to eat this garage queso that I ordered from Jim Baker. It's a great idea. Oh, you know what I'm going to eat? No, it's that. The barrel. <laughs> There's no possible way. A Remington queso? Yeah. Are you playing... <laughs> Kate Bush. Once you hear Kate Bush, you know that's it. And tonight, America mourns as the nation goes into its 90-day drought of food and drink. And oh, there goes John Holmberg. We knew that would happen just on the announcement. I'm not... It's actually the report of the news that does that. <laughs> and I, for one, am not going to fight back. Kate Bush, take it away. <laughs> that's right. Griselda shows up and got it all in the jungle. Oh, Griselda would make it. I oh, think yeah. Griselda would make it. She'll be reporting the whole time. Everything about this song is great except Kate Bush. In fact, when she starts singing, I might do something drastic. <laughs> His voice is perfect. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not staying. You would do it? You'd fight? Idiot. You're worthless. For a little bit. To, you're worthless to the out. future. There's so much pool water to drink. <laughs> what are you fighting for? No, I don't know. The- you're done. Fighting from taking the barrel. That's a tough move, but there's that Kate Bush in it. Right in the throat. Don't give up. Uh, you're depressing me. You're, you're reminding me that I'm. <laughs> Again. Hand me that. Hand me that rifle. You crew world. <laughs> we doubled up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't have it. You would you fight? I don't know. 
Probably not. The announcement comes in, we got 90 days. We got to figure out our own food and water system. Like the water's been shut. You wouldn't try it for a day or two? You know what, Brady? Go f yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to turn the gun on you. Quit bother me Is about. There one left? Quit bother me about survival and making it. We can do it. Get him out of here. I might shoot the. I might shoot the people. This. First thing I'd shoot is all the people with hope, trying to get me like fired up about this. John, you still have friends. One less. Stop bugging me about this. You know. We saw how we behaved during COVID. We couldn't even get along about masks. Now shut down the water supply. Tell me it's going to be just as simple as drinking your pool water when you've got droves of assholes standing outside your fence trying to drink your pool, too. you got to start. You'd, you'd have well, to, I got the lead. I'll protect have, yourself, bro. Uh, I'm shooting everybody. You know, <laughs> trying to drink my Kirby, pool. cover me. Yeah. Danny, I don't think this is right. Got to protect the chlorinated water. Down, Mormon, Down. There's the new Castle X morning show. Down, down! I didn't know they lived in Gilbert. I couldn't, yeah. I, this whole, I'd fight, I'd pack out bag and shut up. Don't give up. <laughs> We're going to train today. Good. How quick can we pack up and get out of town? Again, go f- yourself again. Start because the clock. All you need to do is go figure out when the announcement comes. You think you're going to be clever and go, we'll raid the Chick-fil-A. That way Kirby will be happy for a couple weeks. And you'll go there and you'll see the 18,000 people that have the same idea and just killing each other for that chicken. <laughs> Trying to get a week's worth of Chick-fil-A. 90 days of no water supply. <laughs> There'd be marauders everywhere trying to suck your pool within 48 hours. We're soft. Nobody would try to figure it out on their own. They'd try to steal what's there. Those Mormons are the dumbest ones. We save water in our garage. We've got loads of it in case things go wrong. All right, you're the first one I'm shooting in the face, then. you got all the supplies. 55-gallon drum? Yeah. Good luck getting in our house, brother. You're not going to shoot me. I know how to fool you. Hi, I'd like to join the Church of Latter-day Saints. Oh, Come with us, brother. <laughs> Kill your whole family. Whacking you hear guys the whistle out. of a pipe. Come. <laughs> Sorry, Brother Cunningham, but this was necessary. This is a good cobbler. You wouldn't start bragging about the uh, water you had. We've got supplies for over 25 years. Jim Baker sells that all the time. 25-year supply of queso. That's the one that I I I know why he's selling it for the money, but I, that's not like in the uh, necessarily the Christian doctrine. But he's doing it because he's like, hey, look, it's going to take some time for everybody to get out of here. He looks for the ones at, that are in the tank. Yeah, he looks at a world with 25 years of a necessity of 25 years of cheese. If you don't have that, it won't clear up in 25 years. A quarter century will go by, you're still going to need that cheese. And you're going to be scraping the bottom of that 25-year bucket. We're out of chips. <laughs> what do we do? And I don't know why, but he said people buy it. Like, that dude's made millions off of those bug-out 25-year queso and rice supply. Queso. It's called queso, Jim. It's queso. And they pour it out on this thing, and he just dips broccoli in it. Oh, mm, delicious. Walks all over that yeah. lady. <laughs> Try to talk. That new Tammy Faye of his. <laughs> I don't get it. You and your stupid I'd try to make it. F*** you. That's you, good stroganoff. Yeah, you and Kirby would be the you'd be the first ones eating neighbors. Laser would be dead by Tuesday if we had like a, a Friday fallout. 
It's all over. The stock market's down to zero. America is no more. America is no more. Oh, boy. Well, I got a couple of pork butts in the fridge. Knock those out, Ruin. By Tuesday. We'd knock laser off. We'd have 14 cases of caviar. <laughs> You'd be, yeah, his fridge would be Dom Perignon. <laughs> We'd have a couple of weeks. Laser's a highfalutin neighbor. That might kill him just for fun, just to get... I don't even need America to fall. Anyway, your kids are soft. I'm soft, too. I'm not saying I'm not, but you've raised softer kids than me. That's pathetic. Anyway, and Kate Bush. Anytime you play Kate Bush, there's a good chance I'm going to eat the barrel. <laughs> I just want to show you the horrors of a head falling off if you like Kate Bush songs. Running up that hill, running up that hill, running up that hill. Oh, good. How long did it take you to write this song? A second? Uh, it's 726. What do you got on the big board of musical treats? While well, we're still on this planet, Brett. Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. If you need to escape, you need to bug out. Head on down to Action Ride Shop. Pick yourself up a new uh, pivot bike. Plus, Father's Day coming up. We need to uh, need to take care of Dad. Yeah. What do you mean? Got all kinds of cool I, stuff. Up. There he goes. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> got all that. kinds of cool stuff to get him out there on the trail. You know, the, the elbow pads, goggles, helmets, gloves. They got it all in stock. You're over here dying with this stuff. <laughs> this song is so depressing. So go to actionrideshop.com and of course you can also check them out on or check them out over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. It's supposed to be for people who are on the edge. I'm jumping off the edge. And this song makes you want to die. Yeah, I don't have any fight in me. If this if this if Amazon gets closed up and nah, I'm out. I got a new uh, uh, suggestion for the boys at Action Ride. What's that? D- DUI line of bikes. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, that is a 20 inches the line there. DUI line. You know what we should do? They do bikes for tots. You donate your unwanted or unused bikes for. We should do bikes it for, for drunks. DUI guys. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a guy yesterday on a girl. I sent a picture to you. But we should put yeah. it up and blur his face out. Poor prick had a bag of Taco Bell, a large Pepsi because they said that's what they serve there. A large Pepsi, maybe a diet. Although he's he's paddling no, it off, he's, he's going. He's got the leaded Pepsi because he's going to. He needs the sugar and energy. He's going to pedal it off, and then a small, probably twenty inch girls' dirt bike. And I looked and I said, I wanted to roll my window down and go. You had to blow over a point three something. Like you're four times the legal limit, right? Five, almost hit point four. I'll never drive again. He did to steal a girl's bike. It's the worst DUI. So we should do a donation thing of unused bikes for people with DUIs that can't drive. But they got to be like 20-inch BMX oh, bikes. Oh, yeah. Your yeah. kids' yeah. bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Your kids Standard outgrew them. I don't, yeah. I don't want you to have like a, a, an adult-sized 10-speed. Right, yeah. The, the, you steal it you from your kid. you have to learn your lesson. Right. Yeah. And you have to be known as DUI guy. There's nothing sadder. And if you get the uh, shirts... You know, just like a bike race, but we'll put the what you blew on the back of the <laughs> yeah, point number. Three, four. Yeah. He's a point three four. That's why he's on a girl's <laughs> red line. He's on a mongoose with the bar slanted. And that poor guy was sitting at that light, and you could just see it in his eyes. Like, life is just not right. And he wasn't homeless. He was coming from work, but he rides a girl's dirt bike. There's at least four or five a day. Yeah, I see a bunch. Yeah. You get over by the avenues, and it's... there's. Oh, I'll never first said it... I'm like, oh, no, the guy's just a... No. It is... It's DUI guy. 98%. I remember the one dude that had four pizza patrons on his on his son's mongoose that was like... He was 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, He's got four of the pizza patron boxes. And I thought... I just started laughing. Like, he got a DUI, but he kept his delivery job. <laughs> He's just <laughs> the slowest pizza patron delivery guy ever. 
And he's riding this baby dirt bike around, and it was like 17th Avenue and Bethany home. And I'm like, this poor son of a bitch. He had to blow a .4 easy. He's never driving again. He had to bump into somebody and hurt him. That year we did the homeless for holidays at that uh, old Kmart in the Avs. There's at least four or five BMX a day stopping by, dropping off. And the first question, what'd you blow? .26. How long did you got to ride a, a big boy bike? Who's my son's bike? He outgrew it. And my wife left me, so this was in the garage. So once we're done with Operation Hydration, Operation yeah. DUI guy brought to you by Action Ride Shop? Yeah, or what? Action Ride Shop's Operation <laughs> DUI guy. Your unwanted or, or outgrown kids' dirt bikes for people who have blown over a point two. It's actually hilarious. We should do this. Send us pictures. Yeah, I feel bad see. for those guys. But, I mean, they did it to themselves, but you, they never walk. And that's how you know they're still ambitious. they got to get to their work. And the Taco Bell he was riding from, where I saw him, because I was up on, like, I guess I was on Glendale and 16th Street. The closest one is Bethany. It's, it's about a mile and a half, which is two. It's three miles both directions, work. and he's nowhere near houses yet. But I know where he. I know where he was going. I call it the uh, divorced bachelor arms. There's this uh, apartment complex they turned into condos. Every car in it's pretty nice. It's a pretty nice pickup truck, but these condos are like single room, and every guy that comes out of there looks at you like she left me. They're all <laughs> studios. It's reset. It's reset acres. Everything's a studio. All of it's gone except for their F-150 because she didn't want that anyway. I'm keeping the truck. And he lives in the, the – all these apartments are just divorced dudes like crazy. Just trying to it's – the, it's the purgatory between married and new life. And that's where he was going, I guarantee you, because it's affordable. Anyway, don't give up. That's what we say. Don't give up, sir. Oh, nice timing. Next. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I don't care what we play. You pick one, Brett. Uh, well, since we're talking about DUI guy, how about uh, everything sucks from dope? Yes. That's, I mean, that's a fact. It's obvious. That's a fact. Yeah. Use this summer to let your kids have like an outdoor camp and even give them a tent and a day's worth of food so you can't come in for three days. And give them a baby to take care of. Dead baby. Two days. These Colombian kids, 40 There's, days in the jungle. Uh, they saved the baby. Those training babies. Uh-uh, a real and one. They wake you up every day. Colombians didn't have a training baby. Their training baby was living and breathing, and they kept it alive. 40 years. I'm not so sure I could keep a baby thrown at me today alive for 40 days. I'm not sure I could do it. And that's without any, like, that's taking it home and having, I don't, I think I, I think if I was given someone's baby for 40 days, I would harm it accidentally. We should set it up somehow. I Man, that's that's <laughs> alleged, allegedly. Quote, unquote. Yeah, you give me a baby for 40 days, you've abandoned it. I'm going Toledo's dad on that thing mighty fast. <laughs> I can make it really Columbia-esque. I'll get a hold of uh, Christy Hayden at the zoo, see if she, we can borrow a pygmy hippo yeah. and put it in the backyard for people so they have to deal with... That's actually a really good idea. Go to that wildlife, predators. Wildlife World Zoo. Yeah. Drop your kids off for three days. Those, those, oh, yeah. And I guarantee you those there. idiots would still wander into an enclosure and get eaten. And these kids didn't have fences. They had to live amongst the wild. The, your idiot kids would go through that zoo. And the, first off, the baby, again, once again, the baby's dead. Oh, this is going to be a great movie. Toughen up your kids this summer. That's what I say, just in case they're on a plane in Columbia someday and this happens to them. Good luck. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.